welcome to the Oxcast, recorded this week in Maddie's house. We're doing a special out-of-the-office edition of the Oxcast this week. It's your weekly roundup of all the best things happening in and around Oxford. This week, Michael will be talking about all the best gigs and music happening. I will be mentioning Art Weeks, which starts this week. But first, here's Katie with what to do at the weekend. That's right. So I've got lots of variety for this weekend's roundup. First up, it's a little light jazz with the Abingdon Jazz Festival happening um, mainly at the Long Gallery in the Abingdon Abbey buildings this Friday and Saturday. So um, I'll just quickly go through the lineup. First up, you've got the Abingdon School Big Band on Friday. Tickets are £5. Then you've got the Oxford Jazz Trio with Maxine Day on Friday at 8.30pm. Tickets are £10. She's got a very interesting history. Um, she escaped South Africa after falling in love with a white man and came over here and started performing. Wow. So very relevant for today's podcast. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Fix Otterthy is on at the Marketplace at noon and that's free. Um, this band is an exciting modern jazz ensemble playing new compositions by its members as well as the standard and post-bop tunes. Uh, then you've got Funk Bake. What a name. Such a good name. <laughs> Great name. Uh, again at the Long Gallery on Saturday at 1.30pm, and that's free. Then the Oxfordshire Youth Big Band and the Dorothy Shaw Trio from 3.30, which is £5. And then Art Theum at 6pm, um, and that's £10. Art is a world-famous British jazz sax player and formerly an orthopaedic surgeon. Uh. Well, there you go. I love these career change type people. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. He, he was sort of playing in his university band just jazz while training to be a doctor and then decided to have both and now he's retired okay he's focusing back on the jazz which is really cool really cool i guess hopefully surgery doesn't leave much room for improvisation so (laughs) so he gets that in his personal life yeah Yeah. so um if you like the sound of any of those events head along to the abingdon jazz festival this friday and saturday yeah sounds great Next up, it's the Poetry Weekend at the Story Museum this Saturday and Sunday. So there's the chance to come and talk about a poem that's been a friend to you over a cuppa. Um, and then the, there's also the opportunity to make a special recording of your favourite poem. This is being hosted by the Poetry Exchange. If you go on their website, it's really interesting. You can just have a flick through all these favourite poems, um, which have brought people so much comfort or all sorts of emotions over the years and you can actually hear some of them being performed they so they record them for you but also for the website which is great if you want to take part in that that's available all day and it's free here's something for the kids there's a chance to become a member of the werewolf club on saturday at 2 p.m tickets are seven pounds or five pounds there's going to be lots of singing games and folding up grannies um <laughs> my my granny would have objected <laughs> to being folded. Is that some kind of Oxfordshire game I haven't heard of? Twister. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. On Sunday, this sounds very exciting. Um, there's a rocket full of space poems with John Foster and Corky Poole. So lots of opportunities for drawing and writing fun to be had with these Oxford faves. So it's advised that you bring along a poem of your own about anything from space or if you prefer a coloured drawing about anything from space 
Uh, this is aimed at primary school children, unfortunately, otherwise, obviously, we would all be there. This is uh, on Sunday at 11am, and tickets are £7 or £5 for children. And if you bring along your very special drawing, you might win a prize. Prizes? Prizes. That's right. Drawings mean prizes. <laughs> on Sunday, there's the Jewish Cultural Fair on Broad Street from 2pm until 6 and it's entirely free. So this is a chance to celebrate the Jewish holiday of Lag Boma with live music, kosher hot dogs, shawarma, falafel, hummus and bagels as well as a history exhibition, arts and crafts, pony rides and a juggler. <laughs> got it all. <laughs> they have literally got it all. It sounds like a really uh, lovely family-friendly event for everyone to go along and join in the fun. Uh, finally, to wrap up the weekend roundup, it's worth mentioning that there's going to be a march to defend our NHS on Saturday at 1pm until 3pm. Uh, the plan is to meet at Manzil Way. So go along to that to show support for those who work for the NHS and the wonderful job they do in ensuring we're all alive. Oxfordshire Art Weeks is in full swing. It started on Saturday. It's a three-week-long celebration of all that's arty and crafty in Oxford and Oxfordshire. Um, so for three weeks, you can visit open studios in towns and venues across Oxfordshire for free. So this first week of Art Weeks is uh, celebrating art in South Oxfordshire, along the Thames, um, from Farringdon to Henley, and the Ridgeway from Wantage to Tame. Uh, uh, the second week, we'll see North and West Oxfordshire uh, host artists in... Well, I say host. They'll be in their own studio, so they'll be hosting themselves um, <laughs> from Burford and Chipping Norton in the Cotswolds right across to the historic market towns of Bicester and Banbury. And then the third week, we'll focus on art in Oxford City itself as 200 art spaces across the city welcome you in. Whoa. So there's um, there's loads of different artists exhibiting their work from uh, photography to textiles to jewellery to just painting, um, sketching. There's so many people doing arty things in Oxford. And you can go and um, often it's in their own studio or in their home. And often they provide tea and coffee. So oh, you can. Excellent. That's something to go for, even if you don't like art. You, <laughs> if you can, just want a cuppa. If you just want a cuppa. <laughs> there are also some special events for the Art Weeks. Paul Hobson, director of Modern Art Oxford, will present the eighth Jericho Lecture on the role of the artist in a dramatically changing world. And that's on the 23rd of May at half past seven at the St. Barnabas Church in Jericho. Mm. You don't need to book, you can just turn up. Um, and Paul Hobson, he's a really good speaker, actually. I heard him speak at the preview of the Lubaina Himid exhibition that's just finished at Modern Art Oxford. And I found him really, really engaging as a speaker. So if you go to his talk, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Um, <laughs> there's loads more information on their website. And they've got a really useful map where you can look at all the venues um, across Oxfordshire where you can see art. That's artweeks.org. And um, they, you can also download their very useful PDF guide to the art weeks. And now onto a curated selection of the finest gigs happening in Oxford. Uh, this, mm, <laughs> covering this long weekend, I've, uh, I too, I'm covering a long weekend, so I've got 
a gig per day from Thursday to Sunday. Fantastic. And I've worked out you can go to all of these, um, to all four, uh, for a total of £25. What? Everything. Um, which is, I think it's pretty good. Uh, it's definitely less than it costs to go and see Rick Astley or Daniel O'Donnell at the New Theatre once. And maybe much more enriching. <laughs> Let's see. Um, so on Thursday, popping into Truck Store tomorrow at 6pm, our little brother Eli. Amazing. Um, Oxford favourites I caught at the end of March so far um, and they're wonderful and they're wonderfully propulsive uh, one minute they're cooking up dirty grooves like the Black Crows um, one minute they're Jamiroquai or Reef <laughs> seriously the the thing this guy does with vowels is mad <laughs> you just use all the vowel sounds possible when, you, when you're like are you, hang on are you in the West Country or in the Deep South and I I'm not sure um, and the next minute, a bit like the Oh Brother, Where Art Thy soundtrack. Anyway, they're grand. I don't know if the truck can contain all the uh, fans they have, but pop in to truck. It is free. On Friday, we have a selection of wonderfully named acts. Um, you can you can go see Little Mammoths at the Jericho Tavern. Um, they're all humans, I'm afraid. Playing rock and roll. Um, you can go and see Holy Moly and the Crackers. It'd be arguably an even better name. Um, rocking it up, arguably, with a gypsy folk element. There at the old fire station. But my pick of the Friday evenings is at the Bullingdon. Uh, it may be the guy's real name, but I quite like it. Will Joseph Cook is also a full sentence, so I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> That's very good. I don't know if he... His parents did that on purpose. Or if he picked that, I don't know. Mm. Well, is, is there a question mark at the end of his name? No. Oh. But maybe that's part of the ambiguity. Mm. <laughs> or maybe I'm just overthinking this. Um, and he's a wonderfully colourful indie pop songwriter. Look him up, he's great. That's £8. I said the Billington. So the total is £8. Okay. Um, next, it's Saturday. Believe it or not. Hooray. And <laughs> it's time to head over to the cellar in time. And the August list are playing. They've been doing the rounds in town for a bit they're amazing bourbon soaked country uh, who rock out and go out of tune like the white stripes um, <laughs> are kind of get as melancholic as the handsome family and vocally her vocal is pretty reminiscent of the singer from Blanche great great voice these are all Americana couples they're so typecast <laughs> they're, they're, they're husband and wife too um, but under the canon August list you're wonderful. You're also supported by Vienna Ditto and Loud Mountains, so why not go to the cellar? That's seven pounds. Total's now fifteen. I think we're doing pretty well <laughs> for our cultural enrichment. Finally, on Sunday, an all-female a cappella ensemble, um, Papagena, are singing at St Barnabas um, at three p.m. So they're delighted to be teaming up with the fabulous Jericho Coffee Traders for a bit of a coffee concert. Um, <laughs> um, is this going to be an hour-long? recital of music from around the world, folk, medieval, classical, everything, contemporary. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a Guns N' Roses cover. The video we, we saw in the office <laughs> was um, great, but had a, a bit of an obscure reference to hoovering and using the vacuum cleaner, which I still don't understand. I Maybe if you go to the gig, 
Yeah, all, all will become clear. We'll find out. And they, and they hashtagged it nuns and roses. So there must be like <laughs> references to nuns, Axl Rose or hoovering that I just don't understand. Anyway, they're entirely intriguing, wonderfully talented. You can get tickets on the door or from Jericho Coffee Traders and the ticket price of £10, £7 concessions, includes a lovely free coffee served from the back of a turquoise Vespa. Of course. <laughs> so cool. Um, so yes, full price tickets for all of the above, £25. Be culturally enriched. Next up, I've chosen some good causes you should support. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that you should necessarily commit yourself to a direct debit, but if you just go along and have some fun at these events, then you can rest assured that you are helping society as a whole. No pressure. So first up, it's the Oxford Alumni Comedy Gala in aid of Oxfordshire Mind at the Simpkins Lee Theatre at Lady Margaret Hall on Thursday at 7.30 for an 8pm start. So Oxford University has produced many a comedian, including Stuart Lee, Rowan Atkinson and half Monty Python. Two of the latest comedians to pass through the Oxbridge cycle are Ivo Graham and Josie Long. Head along to that and have a laugh and help raise money for an excellent charity. Next up, it's With Love and Revolution at the Jam Factory on Sunday at 7.30. Uh, This event is free, but donation is suggested. So this is a night of music, comedy and poetry in aid of Hollaback Oxford, um, which is a group of grassroots activists challenging and documenting harassment in public spaces. So performing at the gig is musician Francis Salter. Um, there'll be poetry from Ilhan Daha, um, a Somali-American writer, and stand-up from Anna D. Hollaback is a really excellent movement to end street harassment in public spaces. Um, this is quite a shocking statistic, but it's sort of unsurprising. Uh, 90% of British women have reported that they had their first experience of harassment um, before they were 17 years old. It's just it's it just doesn't awful. surprise me at all. No, that's the horrific thing. In fact, thing. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually higher than that. And, and people aren't saying. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm sure we all know someone who's been shouted at in the street, and it's a very unpleasant experience. Um, On their website, they have a map which actually shows areas and tells stories of harassment. And you can add your own story and read about how you can help those who experience street harassment, which is really important. And yeah, let's let's end this. So that's With Love and Revolution at the Jam Factory on Sunday at 7.30. If you miss the days of being a kid and going on treasure hunts, the Oxford Rotaract Society have a scavenger hunt for you. So this is on Saturday at 12 noon. Um, Meet at Bond Square. Bring friends and family along for a fun afternoon of exploring and hopefully winning some prizes. There's a chance to win a luxury hamper, um, which I'm sure has lots of delicious treats for you. So it's £3 per person and you can have teams of up to four people. And it's all in aid of Helen and Douglas House. So a very worthy cause for a fun afternoon. Finally... Maddie, I know you're looking forward to this one. There's a Guinness World Record <laughs> attempt and charity fun day at Blue Cross in Burford, um, which starts at 11.30am. So what's the Guinness World Record, I hear you ask? <laughs> well, it's to dress up as a cat. Yay. <laughs> um, 
So to be counted in the world record attempt, there are some rules you need to follow. Your costume will need to be a full head-to-toe outfit with ears, tails and whiskers. Whiskers may be painted on. And you need to be (laughs) recognisable as a cat. Okay. (laughs) So no subtlety here. Go full full animal i mean it's not an abstract cat no you have to be recognizable to be included so this is for the biggest amount of human cats in one yes i mean maybe you could bring your cat (laughs) (laughs) it's not a fancy dress i was born like this (laughs) maybe you should dress your cat in human yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great (laughs) um so this is to help raise money for the blue cross Um, a fantastic animal rehoming centre. As well as dressing up as a cat, there's lots of family fun for everyone. So there's a fun... There's a big blue bake-off where you can compete with your best Victoria sponge and a pause for tea party. You see what they did there? Animal paws. Oh! Oh. (laughs) I didn't see what they did there. You entirely missed what they did there. It's it's difficult when you you can't see it written down. Mm. The Uh, word cats is there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, to take part in the uh, Guinness World Record attempt is free, but they suggest a £1 entry donation to just support them. Go along and release your inner cat. The Island is on at the Theatre Chipping Norton from today, that's the 10th of May, until the 20th of May. And I caught up with the director, John Terry, and one of the actors, Edward Deedy, to chat about the show and the defiance which was inherent in its first performances. So you've talked a lot about the play being an act of defiance, and obviously when it was first performed, just putting it on itself was something for which the performers could have been arrested. And were. And were arrested, right? Yeah, they came back from New York having just won a load of Tony Awards on Broadway and were immediately arrested back in South Africa. So it sort of shows how different those two worlds were back then. Yeah, I mean, even at the beginning, they couldn't even call the play The Island. It had to be called something else, which was Dahodoshi. Oh, it was in... No, it was in uh, Afrikaans. In Afrikaans, Afrikaans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. first performed in a garage to three domestic servants, (laughs) one of whom left halfway through. (laughs) So kind of from such inauspicious beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was wondering how, how... have you reflected this defiance in your production? I wonder, I wonder how those echoes um, come through. The approach to our production is very, very clean. It's quite neutral. It's quite sparse. Uh, and sitting there in the round, seeing other people like you looking back and watching these two guys, it does bring a kind of universal quality to mm-hmm. it. There are so many places, obviously, nowadays mm. where political prisoners and you know people mm-hmm. whose beliefs or whose defiance has, has put them in an extraordinarily unpleasant you know incarceration um so, so i think we're, we're keen to sort of let it echo to, to a lot of modern situations and certainly when we've had post-show discussions that's been yes. a lot of what people are talking about yeah. whether that's immigration and and and, and you know, su- suppression of yeah. um, different beliefs, and there's been some really interesting discussions yeah. that it's prompted. Injustice mm-hmm. against, you know, different regimes, which is mm-hmm. happening and ongoing now. It just, like John said, it's very universal. Mm-hmm. As we find that from the, yeah, from the post-show talks and kind of the responses from the audiences, it still resonates 
hugely for people, um, even though apartheid might have mm. finished, you know, way in the late 80s, early 90s, it still has lots of kind of debates and questions that still raise from the play, um, particularly on different issues that we're going through. Um, yeah. To listen to the full interview and hear about Ed's pants being on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. Um, wow. Listen to the Oxcast Extra and you can find all the information about ticket prices and timings on our website, dailyinfo.co.uk. Anyway, on to matters educational at last. Uh, don't worry, this definition of education is pretty fun as it involves going down the pub and dressing up as things. Um, possibly no cats this time. Sad. We'll see. Maybe it could be a, a kind of period costume cat. Mm. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to need more information before we understand you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes you are. First of all, we have a bit of a festival called Pint of Science happening from next Monday to next Wednesday, the 15th to the 17th of May. So Oxford joins in over 100 cities around the world who are taking part in this global festival. Um, and basically you head down to your local pub to hear talks on everything from, from love in the time of Tinder to bioprinting, um, climate change and more. So participating pubs, we have Snoddy's Tavern, The Wigan Pen, The Oxford Retreat, Slug and Lettuce, Charles Street Kitchen and George Street Social. More than 30 top scientists will be popping up in the city watering holes, um, including Anna Macken from Channel 4's Married at First Sight and Matthew Shribman, uh, who you may know from Science in the Bath. You can find out things about genetics, about nanotechnology, what planets are made of and how they're formed. Um, note that a couple of the big talks like uh, mass extinctions and crazy weather and the science of love are sold out but uh, most of them tickets are still there to be snapped up each event is from 7 to 9pm and doors open from 6 and it's £4 a go each time which is great and festival pint glasses and t-shirts are there to be won (laughs) and finally on to something equally educational and fun um next Friday. It's Live Friday returning to the Ashmolean um, on Friday the 19th and I know we're going a little bit out of character by talking about next week but tickets go very quickly so um, get in there as soon as possible. Tickets are free. It's just a £1 booking fee. Totally worth coming in. So it's an important one for the Ashmolean this time as the event's called Happy 400th Birthday Mr Ashmole (laughs) Um, That's such a good name. It's it's finder Elias Ashmole is four hundred years old. He's uh, sorry, he's dead. Um, it would <laughs> they be haven't got him preserved in the museum. <laughs> no, doesn't come out for special occasions. <laughs> Had he answered the greatest question of science, how to be immortal, then he would be four hundred. He's not. Um, but we can still wish him a happy birthday. Exactly, we can still celebrate him. Confusingly, um, <laughs> he will be there. Someone will be there pretending to be him. <laughs> um, Gosh, this is the real dress-up podcast, isn't it? Yeah, mm, fancy you, dress podcast. If you do want to be a cat, I mean, you could be a, a 17th century cat, but um, this is another opportunity to put on your fancy finery. Um, so we're invited to party like it's the 1600s um, with Elias Ashmole, um, as well as King Charles I, and a parade of Civil War cavaliers and courtesans. <laughs> so from 6:30, um, King Charles himself. Um, will lead on horseback a parade from Broad Street to the Ashmolean Museum. 
Um, <laughs> uh, this part of the evening is uh, free. Don't need a ticket for that. You can just rock up if you happen to be wearing a big lacy collar and stuff. Join Ashmore in welcoming His Majesty to the museum. You can find out more about the history of Oxford during the English Civil War. Um, learn how to address the king correctly. Meet the townspeople of the 1600s. And much more. So there's period dancing, uh, music and quizzes, and you can immerse yourself in the 1600s in many ways. There are prizes for best dressed mm. people. So there are. Would it be rude to turn up as the headed King Charles I? I don't know if it would be rude to. It would be it would be accurate. It'd be, be rude not to, <laughs> if you thought of it and you've got the costume. Exactly. I'd have to put it together. And you were able to detach your head from your body. I know a way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think papier mache may be called upon. If you haven't dressed up in your 1600s clothes for a while, maybe for four centuries, then um, we're thinking in the ballpark of big lace collars, high waistlines, breeches. Breeches. Mm, Very breaches. important that breeches, they superseded something else. Wikipedia is far too de- detailed. <laughs> uh, floral embroidered petticoats. And for poets, a generally dishevelled appearance. That's, that's, uh, I think that's the only bit I can do of the 16th century look. Dishevelment never goes out of fashion. <laughs> I suppose not. So this sounds like a lot of fun. Definitely uh, a book if you're thinking of going. This is live Friday, next Friday the 19th of May um, from 7 to 10.30pm in the Ashmolean, preceded by the parade from Broad Street. And tickets are free. Booking fee is £1 many other things to which you may go check out our full events listings your comprehensive and accessible out there at dailyinfo.co.uk slash events you can subscribe to this podcast on your preferred podcast provider or you can just keep listening on the website if that's what you're doing now and don't forget to follow us we're at daily info oxford on facebook instagram and twitter